Welcome to Stoner Chicks, the podcast for stoners by Stoner Chicks. <laughs> I remembered it very well, and my name is Grace Penzel. And my name is Phoebe Richards. And I'm just Kayla Teal. That's all. <laughs> and that is all. And that is all. Bye. Just kidding. Uh, welcome to the podcast. We're so happy to have you here with us. We're sad to not have Stephanie with us. Oh, fuck. Oh, shit. Where is she? <laughs> Where's Stephanie? Oh, no. Oh, no. no. We forgot Stephanie. <laughs> okay. You you guys look out back, and I'm going to go down to the basement, and I'll check there, and then we can check upstairs. I know where Stephanie is. She's in the enchantments backpacking like a <gasps> cool, badass babe. I hope she's smoking some blunts out there. <laughs> you know she Responsibly is. Responsibly and carefully, because it is fire season, everybody. Oh, yeah. Yeah, be careful of those blunts. Careful with your blunts. Don't start fires with your blunts. Nobody's ever started a fire with... I shouldn't say that. That's not true. I'm sh- Definitely I'm someone sure has. I'm sure that's happened. Someone has in some capacity, be it from lighting to falling asleep to... But anyway. We know that Stephanie won't do that and that she'll be back with us next week. Yes. So you guys, can I tell you about this uh, situation I had two nights ago? Well, two mornings ago. Absolutely. Tell me about your situation. <clears throat> okay. So I was sleeping. Uh, it was probably like 4.45 in the morning. And I I was have I started having this dream where someone was going to smoke with me and the weed I had smelled so dank. It's just one of those weeds that no matter how wrapped up you have it it's going to stink everything up and I was like I haven't had weed that smelled this strong in a really long time like this is that original stuff and then Angus started barking and I woke up and there was a skunk in the yard and my whole room smelled like skunk and oh wow and so I got up and like closed all the windows but literally my subconscious had like absorbed skunk smell as weed smell into my mind your subconscious straight up clocked it as weed the dankest weed you've ever smelled the dankest weed you've ever smelled (laughs) um give me some of that skunk weed Do, do you guys also have that thing where if you smell skunk it reminds you of pot i very rarely smell skunk in my life I've definitely, there's a, there was a lot of skunks in Connecticut, and I remember it, I would have a second where my brain had to decide which it was, weed or skunk, <laughs> um, but it was usually a skunk. <laughs> Whenever I smell skunk, I'm always like, oh man, I wish that there was just some cool person smoking weed nearby instead of a skunk. Right? Because then you got to get all nervous about the skunk, you don't want to get sprayed. Even though somebody obviously already got sprayed. Yeah. Well, and poor Angus, because he wanted to go out and, like, bark bark him down so bad. But I was like, I'm sorry, buddy. Like, I can't let you out there. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the closest experience I've had was a friend of mine's dog on a road trip got sprayed by a skunk. And when they got home, it was, like, my roommate. 
they bathed the dog pretty quick, but it was just nasty. It's like impossible. But yeah, that was my that was That's my dream. That's a great dream story. <laughs> Thank That's you. So funny. Love it. Uh well we promised last week that we would update everyone on the weed friendly treehouse resort we went to. We loved it. It was so cool. It's the most brilliant business idea of all time. This of all time, Kayla? Of all time. Better than <laughs> I can't believe it's not butter. Better than Heinz Ketchup. It was called Mountain Views Treehouse Joint, right? That's the name? It is correct. That is its name. Yeah, so it's a couple that lives on this property out in the woods, and they've got kind of a bunch of farm animals. They built a bunch of tree houses, and the whole place you can stay there and smoke as much weed as you want and chill with the animals. Yeah, yeah and each tree house is, like, unique. There's four, I believe, right? There's four different tree houses, and they're all, like, totally different looking and each like super cozy in their own way and they're all kind of in this cluster and then there's like a fire pit which is where we hung out a lot we made weens roasted some wieners gotta do it yeah it's important and there's a big tree net yeah the tree net was the best part and next time we go back we're gonna reserve it for a movie night so they have it's a net up in the trees probably like maybe five or ten feet high yeah, like 10. That sounds right. Yeah. And then there's a she's set up a projection screen so you can watch Lay in the Net, which glows in the dark, by the way, <laughs> and mm-hmm. watch movies. And somebody, Wait, what? Yeah. Wait, what? It glows in the dark? Yeah, the net is like a mixture of glow in the dark, like uh, neon colors, and then black. So it's trippy because when it's glowing in the dark, it looks like there's all these chunks that there's nothing, but it is. It's all the same net the whole way, but the black stuff's like hard to see. So it's like kind of trippy and wild yeah and we now follow the guys that made the net by hand on instagram because i looked it up uh they're called tree net willies in colorado and they just like essentially drive around the country and people commission them to make these cool nets yeah there's <laughs> like really two cool. little tables built into each end of like well not each end because there's more than two ends but there's two little tables built into trees and you can like set your like ashtray and drinks and weed there and we just like lay in the tree net like the morning after we woke up we lay in the tree net for like two hours mm-hmm. had some pillows and just smoked weed and like talked and lay in the trees yes that sounds amazing well next time if we want to do the movie night i would love to try to come hopefully yes. the next time i will be there <laughs> yes of course you have to be uh, you must 100 percent. we're going back that's awesome next time you're in town that's the goal um, i'm glad you guys had fun thanks <laughs> uh so i wanted to shout out uh <laughs> was that a bad transition did i suck <laughs> It was an awkward transition. <laughs> I'll get better at that someday. Uh, we wanted to shout out our listener, Ruth, for being our first ever monthly contributor. Thank, Thank you, Ruth. Ruth. Thank yeah. you, Ruth. Yeah, Ruth, we'll, we're going to start coming up with some cool benefits for monthly donors. I was thinking, Phoebe, should I say my idea or should we wait till we do Patreon? Oh, I don't know. You're putting me on the spot. <laughs> this was my idea was to have a monthly Zoom call oh, right, with right. anyone yeah. who contributes monthly oh. and we all get high together on like a Just have a yeah. sesh. Yeah, have that a sounds amazing. Doesn't yeah. that sound great? Yeah, we have cool I would things love coming. To do that. So I would love stay to do that. tuned. Yeah. But in we're the gonna meantime, start working on getting our Patreon up like 
hopefully this fall is what I'm hoping. So thank you, Ruth, for being the first of hopefully many. Um, And also thank you to everyone who entered the t-shirt sweepstakes and shout out to Valerie, our winner. Woo! Woo! Valerie! And I wanted to shout out some of our entries, entrants. That's not a word. Uh, (laughs) Including but not limited to our friend Ruth, Nicole, Valerie, our homegirl Kate, the one who makes the cool fries and lives in New York. Cool fries. (laughs) Cool fries. cool fries. I still haven't tried that. I need to make that Kate recipe. with the cool fries. <laughs> uh, Lydia and Jorge, thanks y'all for uh, thanks, entering the sweepstakes. Thank you. Speaking of French fries and fast food. Oh, good segue. <laughs> thank you. I think, everybody, it's time for another edition of... Of... Stoner Movie Book Club. Boom. Um, yes, it is. That is true, Grace. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck yeah. I'm pumped. This edition of Stoner Movie Book Club, we watched the movie Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High came out in 1982. It is uh, the first film directed by Amy Heckerling. And it is based on the novel written by Cameron Crowe, who later became a director himself. And it is starring a large cast of people, but it has Jennifer Jason Lee in the lead as Stacy. And then Judge, is it Judge Renhart? Reinhold. Reinhold. Thanks, Grace. This is me. I'm doing this without reading the names. So <laughs> that's okay. Uh, as her brother, Brad. Uh, and it's sort of just a high school I would say it is an 80s a very early 80s teen sex comedy yeah probably just be the most simple and it was definitely it's funny if you go back and watch the trailers for it they look like almost a totally different movie it's all about Spicoli and it all is just like (laughs) boobs and people falling over (laughs) you know but I was gonna say I feel like Spicoli's kind of the third lead Sean Sean Penn has his own whole arc in that thing. Fully agree. And in fact, the only, really, the reason that it's even a movie we watched for Stoner Movie Book Club is because it has Spicoli, played by Sean Penn, who plays a surfer stoner, like hardcore stoner. It's a very, uh, I feel, created a lot of the tropes we've seen time and time again, including from Amy Heckerling in... Uh, Clueless, which she directed later, I feel the Breckenmeyer character has mm-hmm. similarities, even though obviously also very different. But uh, yeah, the Sean Penn performance is pretty iconic. Well, all I have to say is I had an acting boner the entire time for Sean Penn's character. Yes. I oh, loved yeah. Spicoli. And you're right. Like that, like, oh, dude, cool. Like that character has been done so much since this and it's always kind of a joke, but the way Sean Penn played it was so real and genuine and sweet. And like, but just, you're right. It's just been copied and pasted. So many actors have done that, whether they knew they were doing a Spicoli impersonation or not. It was so good. Yeah. And he, My, in fact, wears a oh. sex wax T-shirt several times throughout the movie. Uh, and it's uh, when we watch Smiley Face this last time was the first time I made the connection of that she wears a sex wax shirt for the whole like first half of the movie um and it was very like oh that's such a nod to 
that sort of same, just like dumb, out of it, blonde stoner character. Yeah, but right. sometimes he doesn't wear a shirt. Too. <laughs> in the in the opening scene, I think my my like hook into the movie was when he and his other burnout friends are shirtless and judge reinhold's character comes over and is telling them to put their shirts on and he says no shirt no shoes no dice learn it know it live it and spicoli just goes whoa (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) and i was just like okay here we fucking go yeah it uh, there's an awesome scene where it's they have a, they have a V bus and like you just see the like door open and just smoke billowing out and like Sean Penn like falls out Falling of it out. and then Eric Stoltz, which it was actually his first movie, is one of the other stoner guys in there with him. Fun shout out if you know who Eric Stoltz is, anyone? <laughs> no. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Amy Heckerling, though, I'm super intrigued by clueless is one of my favorite movies of all time ditto yeah and so i hadn't seen this before and seeing it and kind of the seeds of what ended Mm -hmm. up in clueless including like her being so good at directing car scenes Hmm. i just like really particularly enjoyed the the car scenes people driving and stuff is amy heckerling a stoner do we know no idea on that Well, let's Google it. (laughs) This is not a movie I would have selected for Stoner Movie Book Club originally. Like back when we first started this, I would never have considered this because I'd be like, there's no female. There's no females that smoke weed in this movie Mm -hmm. at all. And there's one pretty major character that does smoke a lot of weed. But other than that, it's not a stoner movie. But I think... I just, over the last few movies we've done, we often end up discussing sort of like, well, this was more of a dramedy, or in the case of Dude, like basically a drama, uh, or, well, this one like hit all of the marks, except I didn't think it was female-fronted. And, you know, I think that because there is such a lack of Mm -hmm. stoner comedies starring women, it is going to sort of turn into a list that has like all these different interpretations. Um, And I just realizing that Spicoli is such a major character and Amy Heckerling I think played a major part in creating that since she is the director of this movie is it is female-led because I think the Jennifer Jason Lee character is if you had to choose the one yeah. character I mean she has Absolutely. the heart of the movie she has the biggest journey she's who you like care about the most um I think it for a 80s sex comedy it digs a lot deeper and while it mm-hmm. still has all that it's just a bunch of teens kind of just having sex and partying it has moments of like really i just it feels like it it to me i can tell it's directed by a woman because it doesn't have some of the uh i guess i would just say sexism that a lot of mm-hmm. movies have where it's just women as objects totally this one is teens having sex and shows the ways in which that can be fun and damaging to girls I mean, just, Phoebe, like you were saying while we were watching the movie, it's one of the only films where abortion is a plot line. Yes. And ever, I do not think that that would have been framed in that way in by a male director at all. Never. Yeah, probably not. I mean, abortions just really aren't dealt with in movies at all. They're kind of just this ignored thing unless it's a movie about abortions. 
Um, I mean, famously in Knocked Up, they don't even say the word abortion, even though it's about a couple that have a one night stand. They just make jokes and call it a smabortion. So it's like that is how afraid to even bring up the topic. It's just somehow this thing, even though it's like a hell of a lot of women have had abortions and it's just a part of their life. And so I like that in Fast Times, it's a plot point. Jennifer Jason Lee's character gets pregnant. She is young. She gets an abortion. It's pretty straightforward. She seems to have made the choice. Doesn't seem to be a hard choice for her. She goes and gets it and it shows the reality. Like the guy's not really there for her and it's a shitty situation, but also like she doesn't suffer greatly. There's no, Mm-mm. the movie doesn't make it seem like there's anything wrong with her choice. It's just another part of watching a bunch of teenagers go through their lives. So yeah. I really like that about it. Because movies literally never, I mean, Dirty Dancing is one of the only other movies I can think of where there is an abortion as a storyline that's not a movie about abortions. For sure. Yeah. This movie was not surface level at all. I, that's what I liked about it. Even though it was a teen sex comedy, it wasn't mm-hmm. just like poo poo pee pee. It was like there was each character, even the funniest, silliest ones, had like kind of a journey they went on, including Spicoli. Yeah, Spicoli and Mr. <laughs> Hand, the teacher that yeah. they they do finally come together, but they're always at odds through the movie. <laughs> yeah, I could totally relate to having a high school teacher you just do not get along with. Oh man! I don't same. miss those dynamics. I can. I really only had one big one, but it was bad. I just. I had no respect for him. He had no respect for me, <laughs> and that was that. It's one of those things. Yeah. I just really love to at the end, like at the end of his journey, Jeff Spicoli is someone's checking in with him, and he says, "All I need is some tasty waves, some cool buds, and I'm fine," and <laughs> just like that spirit embodied in his character made me so happy and I think did really distill the stoner spirit in a certain way yeah um, in a way that Cheech and Chong does not you know what I mean yeah where it's like they are caricatures of stoners that you know don't have much depth Mm -hmm. well and they're just trying to get fucked up for me i feel like spicoli embodies like the lifestyle yeah yeah but it's a you know it's, he's the stoner that's just always high and he's always kind of just in a good mood and he's got some tricks up his sleeve he ruins someone's car and then instead of fessing up makes it look like the like other high school did it and i was like oh spicoli's not just a dumb stoner no, he's a schemer. He's, yeah, he's a schemer. <laughs> he's, he's a smarty. <laughs> and I love the scene where he comes into the classroom with, I think, his shirt like unbuttoned and open, and then he has a bagel like tucked into the waist <laughs> of his jeans. <laughs> I don't know. I've never connected bagels per se to stoners, but that image was like totally makes sense, man. A bagel's fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, you guys. A bagel's fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> Phoebe Richards. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> yeah, I heard it here. Um, well, I had a lot more to say, but I actually think we're getting low on time. So we should go ahead and rate it in a second. I was just going to touch on what I find interesting about this is it was written by Cameron Crowe, who then later went on to direct a lot of movies and won some Oscars and is considered an important director. But he actually went and like, pretended to be a high school student 
and then wrote this book. So supposedly this is based on like oh, 1980s real high school. <laughs> um, and then like a year after this movie, he wrote another script that is very similar, stars Sean Penn's brother, and is about a bunch of teenagers in high school. And fuck? I watched it recently because I had never heard of it, and I was so interested. And it is so offensive and toxic <gasps> and just the opposite end of just like everything in it is 80s problematic oh dear and i just sort of was like you know obviously i'm basing this on two movies exclusively but i was like that was very much to me like oh and here's one where a guy directed it and there's yep. no interesting female characters and yeah it's like a sad rip up rip off version oh it's boy weird. Well, anyway. I'm glad that we watched this one. Yeah. And Amy Heckerling is the new goat for me. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, thanks for picking that one, Phoebe. Thank you. And let's, we got to give it our bong rips rating. Um, and then we'll hear what Stephanie thinks. I know. I think, <laughs> well, so this one's a hard one because again, this gets me stuck on, if I'm just rating it as a movie, for me, this is like a four and a half star movie. I love Fast Times at Ridgemont High. So that's what I would give it is for bong rips. But if, if I'm putting it on the lens of like female stoner comedy, I guess it would be a little lower because there's literally not a female that smokes weed in it. I was going to say the exact same thing as you. So just copy and paste. I was going to say 4.5 out of 5 how much I liked it. I loved it. Hmm. I think the combination of stoner in the movie and female led by the director leads me to a 4.5 bong rips yeah all right i love it and i feel like we have so much more to say so listeners let's keep this going in the on i don't know on social media somewhere we can keep talking about this movie tell us your favorite part there's so many there's so much more to talk about uh and we are now done but um she may not be here but stephanie does have opinions on this movie and you get to hear them now well this is stephanie thompson and i am here doing my personal review of Fast Times at Ridgemont High. And um, I gotta say that I didn't, I mean, I guess it was a fun movie. I did enjoy it. I had never seen it all in one go before. Um, Always knew it was a classic and I could quote the movie, but I hadn't seen it in all one go. So it was nice to watch the movie in its entirety. I did love Jeff Spigoli, Sean Penn's character, um, thought he was a great classic stoner. My favorite line being, I just want some tasty waves and a cool buzz. Um, uh, but other than that, with most teenage movies, I have a hard time relating to a lot of the stuff that goes on in there. Um, but other than that, I give it an overall, let's say three and a half bong rips. And that's Stephanie's review. And now time for a smoke break. Welcome back from your smoke break. And now it's time for... Stoner of the Week! (laughs) Hey everyone, it's Stoner of the Week. This week for Stoner of the Week, I am bringing the second still alive stoner of the week after Rita Marley. Ooh. Um, yeah. So this woman is awesome. Her name is Renee Gagnon, Gagnon, but I want to say Gagnon 
because it looks uh, French, which it is. It's French-Canadian. So anyways, she's from Canada. She was born in Alberta. Then she um, has established herself in British Columbia. And she is the first transgender publicly traded marijuana company CEO and the first female one. Wow. Yes. So after... Weed was legalized in Canada for commercial use and production instead of just personal. As soon as the federal government started handing out licenses, within hours she applied and was uh, the fifth publicly licensed cannabis producer. She raised all of the money herself, and when when it went public... It had a $25 million valuation on the company. During that time, as she was founding this company and being the CEO, she was also realizing that she was transgender. And when she came out about it, um, there were like kind of widespread repercussions. But as she describes it, all the old white men on the board essentially forced her out. So she got bought out of the company and left. Wow. But since then, she has found a lot of success other uh, in other ways. There's an article that came out in April of this year from The Advocate, um, which is the LGBTQIA plus uh, like publication and she's interviewed in it so these are just some interesting things she said um she said in the male community it was we don't want you to be in here you're bringing us all down but then she found this new community in women grow which is a group of cannabis industry professionals um and so she said women were like how did you do that how you ran a billion dollar company what Uh, Suddenly I was valuable, I was appreciated, I was suddenly respected, and my advice was sought. And then she says that, like, it's better to be surrounded by women, professionals, that if she's in a regulated space, I don't want dick-wagging, (laughs) risk-taking, testosterone-fueled executives making decisions. I actually want sober-headed women that know there's consequences because women have an additional penalty when they step out of line. Uh, and so women know there are consequences to everything, but she's basically a huge advocate for telling people like, fuck fear. If you have a passion, follow it, no matter who tells you, uh, not to, she's now involved in a company that is helping, uh, people and women in California to figure out licensure and the ways around all of this legal stuff so that when it does become federal in the United States, these female entrepreneurs are ready <gasps> to put it all into place. Because her whole message is like, fuck learning all the state laws. What's really going to matter is federal stuff. Otherwise, you're going to have your back pushed against the wall and you're not going to be able to transition. So learn all of that federal parlance and everything and rules now yeah she's also just a huge advocate for queer participation uh she said now is the time for queer folk to meet companies as queer folk and make their values of their own companies visible let investors put the dollars behind you people are doing that now and be proud stand out and speak your values so anyways, she's great. She's a mom. She's older. She speaks at events and 
yeah, check her out, Renee Gagnon. Wow. wow. Is that spelled G-A-G-N-O-N? Yes. Cool. So this is her cover from The Advocate. <gasps> oh, my from God. From April. She... That is gore. I love that picture. That's so badass, dude. She I love looks that. just like regal and she has a joint hanging out of her mouth and like a pearl necklace basically i wish she was my fairy weed godmother (laughs) we'll have to share that photo on our social media today um thank you grace another great story all it's like each week i'm just like how are there so many people and then it makes me be like wow how many are there's so many people Mm -hmm. out there we don't know about Grace is going to find out about every single one. Well, now that I know about the Women Grow Symposium or whatever, I'm definitely going to look into more of their keynote speakers from over the years. And um, yeah, but also, I mean, Pride Month is already way over by this point, but I just I still always want to try to shout out like queer and trans members of the weed community. Yeah, proud all year. Proud all year. Yeah, I was going to say, Pride Month never ends at Stoner Chicks Podcast. Boom. (laughs) Obviously. (laughs) Well, thank you, Grace. Thank you all for listening. This has been another episode of Stoner Chicks Podcast. Contact us any way you want, really. Um, Well, there's one thing that has changed. We had to change (laughs) our... um... This is good. We had to change our TikTok username from Weed Queens because TikTok banned the term Weed Queens, probably because of us. Definitely because <laughs> Definitely of because us. Definitely because of us. So Papa TikTok's on to us. We were taking over TikTok and Papa was like, mm-mm, they're not, they're stoners. I don't approve. So they we're have just... to stay in the underbelly. We're just humble newbies to TikTok, and we wish that they wouldn't try to shake us off so much. Yeah, they, they're really breathing shake down our off. necks. Um, so we changed our TikTok username to Broccoli Broads. That's what it is. Broccoli Broads. That does not roll off the tongue the same way, but I love it. Well, the Broccoli Broads. They wouldn't let us be stoner chicks. They Now they're not letting us be weed queens. Now we're Broccoli Broads. This is just a new chapter of our lives. That's, broccoli okay. Broads sounds, I guess it's because of Broad City. It makes me feel very like, it'd be like New York or New Jersey. We're, we're Broccoli like, Broads. We're the Broccoli Broads. And we sit like in our uh, on our stoops. Oh, my God. Just complain about everything while we fan ourselves and sweat. Oh, my God. Our <laughs> next know. special episode should be after Dopium. The next one should be Broccoli Broads. Yes. Ooh. I think that that should absolutely be the case. And also that the next time we're all together, have a photo shoot of us as Broccoli Broads. Oh, broccoli boom, broads. boom. It's and Dopium. We'll get AJ to grab her camera. Hell, and yeah. We'll, that's our photographer. Oh, my God. Can't wait to shoot with AJ again. Oh, say oh. does. <laughs> that was beautiful. Uh, I... Did we have anything else to go over? <laughs> I completely forgot how the Star Spangled Banner went. And I don't know why I was going to sing it. Why were you going to sing it? I don't know. Um, yeah. So check us out on Instagram at Stoner Chicks Podcast. Twitter at Stoner Chicks Pod. <laughs> Facebook.com slash Stoner Chicks for 2069. <laughs> Do you guys remember that that's our fucking Facebook thing? That's years old now. Um, no, I don't, but I'm crying laughing. <laughs> this is the worst plug of all time. And uh, stonerchickspodcast.com. I yeah, think that's it. That. Okay. Oh.
You got anything to ask us? No. <laughs> Grace, what do what do we always say? Oh, say smoke your weed. <laughs> Put the Put weed in your bomb. Ma- mouth? Yeah, good. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Have a good day. Thank you for listening to Stoner Chicks Podcast. We want to thank our editor, Shari Junko, the composer of our theme music, Jessica Damari, and Ben Redder and AJ Dent for creating our rad cover art. Email us your high thoughts at stonerchickspodcasts at gmail and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Stoner Chicks Podcast. Bye.